Hey there, everybody. Welcome on back to another episode of Imano Talk. Um, I'm actually feeling really good right now. I just got the Imano Talk hoodie that I made, and I've been waiting on it for 13 days. So my vibes are really high. On top of that, we actually got the very first female guest of Imano Talk. I am joined by Lena Rain. How you doing today, Lena? Hey, you guys. What's up? What's up? And we got a few other guests in the building. We actually got Eli Hawkins back again. All right, and a couple others. We are chilling right now, though. It's actually been a pretty good vibe so far, but let's start off things pretty simple. Um, what got you into music? Like, what made you want to start singing? So pretty much I've been singing since I was five years old. But when I actually started taking the industry, like, serious, when I was like, okay, I'm going to clench down and I'm going to dive into the music, was probably about two years ago. But I started out when I was 18, and it was just in and out, in and out, in and out. I wasn't really sure if I wanted to do it. Because you know like you know how the music industry is. It's it's like hard, it's difficult, and it's scary, too. Like You don't just want to jump into it. You have to think about it. Like Are you ready for it? So it's been about two years now that I've been taking it serious. Okay, yeah, I kind of know what you mean. Because like, I remember when I started playing guitar at 15, Like it was a lot of fun. But like I wasn't thinking of it as a career. Because like you said, the music industry just sounds like a crazy place. But it's just like when you really get into it and you start like feeling it like and you know, that feeling is just indescribable. So if I were to ever try like I pretty much still wouldn't even hit it on the head. But it's just like you get that feeling and you just know at that point, it's like, yo, this is something I need like for the rest of my life, like every single day. Exactly. That's how I felt like I was going to college for to be an ultrasound tech. And I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> this is not what I like to do. Like, it was science? No, no, no. So Fun I fact, my mom tried getting me to be an ultrasound technician. You're lying. I, my mom works at Cleveland Clinic. So, like, she really, like, tried, oh. like, getting me. She wanted me to do, like, ultrasound technician. She wanted me to, like, do the anesthesiologist. But the medical field, I just never had a liking for it. That's crazy. That is insane. No, yeah. I, mean, I feel like our parents always try to, like, make us do something that, you know, is, is good for us. They're looking out for us. But at the end of the day, it's like, okay, what makes you happy, like, deep down? So, yeah. Literally, that's the best thing you could think of, you know, is what's going to actually cause my long-term happiness. And at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, like, in the music industry, you can make a lot of money. But at the same time, it's like, you know, the happiness is what goes way longer because it's like you see the impact you can make with all that. You know, it's just a one of a kind feeling like, I, you know, have you ever performed live before yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love performing. That's actually one of my favorite things to do is to perform. I love singing in the booth and obviously being in the studio is awesome, but it's nothing like performing live, like at all. The energy is completely different. I feel like it's like such unique like environments are created live because it's like you never know what could actually happen live. It's like on a recorded version when you play it back a hundred times, it's still the same song. It's like live, it could transcend into a whole other feeling. So like when I used to perform live like in high school and stuff because we had the guitar club at my high school, you know, I used to love that feeling because like I would see like my friends singing along and like people jumping up, clapping, all that stuff. And like that's a hell of a feeling. So like that unique feeling, like you just know it like from every single aspect of it, from whether you are in the booth, on the stage and so on and so forth. Exactly. I feel like when you're performing live you're bouncing off the energy that the crowd is giving you so it's like you meet new people you see new things anything could happen on stage the microphone could go out and you have to keep singing it's just like it's a crazy experience in in total so it's awesome what moment in time or like specific memory do you have that like you remember like this is like like now i want to start making music like do you remember like what it was like because sometimes for some people it's like you know like a song offsets it or like seeing someone live offsets it was it anything like that for you so hmm, I've always known that I wanted to sing. So I've, I've loved singing since I was little. 
when I when I went to a competition in eighth grade, uh, there was a talent show and I sang at, and it was in front of like the whole school. Basically, that's pretty much where I was like, okay, this is what I was born to do. This is what I'm gonna do. But when I really had an epiphany was when I was like 19. Well, I was about to be 20, and I stopped music for like four months. I mean, literally four months. I was not singing. I was like, I don't. I just fell into like this depression, and I was like, I don't want to do it. And then one day I woke up. And I was like, what am I doing? So it was kind of, it was kind of like an epiphany moment where it's like you wake up one day and you start thinking about your life and you're like, I need to get it together. Like, this is what I like to do. I need to stop being scared and I need to just go for it. So that's pretty much what happened. Nice. It was just like that natural spark. That's, that's what's up. You know, a lot of people, they have like that spark, but they lose it and then it never comes back. So it's like, it's good that it, you know, was awoken once again and you were able to reproceed with, you know, that love you once had. And it was just probably like an even greater fire at that point. Um, so one thing I wanted to ask, right? So you dropped, uh, what, what's the name of the track with Nell now? Can I? Yeah, it's called Can I. Okay. And it was produced by Eli. And what's the name of the other producer? Justin Wiggins. Okay. Um, I really, I really like the track, honestly. It's like, it's like really smooth. It's like a great like start. I mean, like, cause when I, when I went to go dig into your music, actually, like I went on Apple music and I really only saw a few songs on there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's all you had, but you know, I didn't really get too much out of it, but this track, you know, it was, it felt like it was a great introduction of sorts. Thank you. And Nell's a great feature to have on there. I mean, he's one of South Florida's he's best. Dope. He's He's awesome. Honestly, he's super talented. And just, just when the song was coming together, I feel like hit him, he made it, um, what it is pretty much just us together i feel like it was a good mixture it was a good recipe but um right now i just started releasing my music that's why you only see a couple songs right now on apple music so um pretty much going forward that's when I'm, I'm releasing a lot more music i just been recording and storing and storing and now it's time to really release and do what i gotta do as an artist and before we get into like you know the potential releases, I wanted to ask though, um, how, how did you come into contact with Nell? Like, how did how did you like feel like Nell needs to be on this track, or did you guys link up and it just kind of worked out that way? So before I knew who Nell was, my producer knew who he was before me. So Justin was like, "Hey, there's this rapper. His name's Nell. He's really dope. You should check him out. I think it would be cool if we if we got him on this track." So I was like, okay. So I checked out Nell before anything because I wanted to, you know, see what his flow was, see if it would be compatible with mine. And he is dope. I mean, I heard his music and it was it was fire. So it's like, let's get him immediately. Like we need him now. So we made it happen. We got him in the booth. He did a verse. After that, we just stayed connected. And to this day, we're still connected. And hopefully, we're going to make more tracks in the future. So um, it was really dope, though, because we got him at, at the perfect time, pretty much. Yeah, Nell is honestly like one of South Florida's best. Like, I mean, like, I've known about him for a few years now. I know Eli knows about him. Him and I have seen Nell live plenty of times. No, he's crazy. Yeah, I mean, you know, everything he's done from like Raider Clan to Solo, like Nell is honestly like one of the best. So, I mean, like when I saw that, at first I was skeptical because it's like, you know, obviously you don't really hear him on that kind of environment. Right. right. He really, he really stepped out of his, you know, comfort zone and he did his thing. No, that's what I I was thinking about that too. I was like, you know, this is not only showing that he's super versatile, he could just hop on anything, honestly. And that's what shows you, that's, that's how you know you're a good artist. If you can yeah. on any track, like you're talented. That's it. <laughs> Just do your thing. And that, that's like you said, that um, versatility. It, it's really something that like drives artists a long way because those one artists that kind of stay in that one box, they kind of get left in that box. But like exactly. you step out of your box and your comfort zone, you do your thing. 
that's really going to help you grow as an artist. So, I mean, kudos to him. I mean, like I said, the, the track was just incredible. I think it's a great, you know, introduction. But as we said, it's an introduction. Is there anything we could expect coming out of this? Um, definitely. I'm going to be coming out with a lot more music. I actually have a couple more features on the way as well. I have a track coming out with Mikey Moore. Okay. Uh, Mikey's been here a couple of times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love Mikey. Mikey is awesome. So um, we have a really dope track. I'm really, really excited about it. So it's it's going to be coming out very, very soon. And then I have a couple other tracks coming out before I finally drop my EP. So Nice. Well, shout out to Mikey and the Moisted Boys. Um, we're definitely excited to hear what you got going on. Um, one thing that, you know, isn't really in line with like trying to like talk about the career, but I think it's something I wanted to bring up. You know, I, I always look to like try and like not really like cross boundaries, but like at least see like where your mindset is, especially as we're up and coming artists. So one thing I wanted to ask, right? One of the biggest things that we're hearing about today is like women in the music industry. Right. Right. So you hear stories like about Kesha and all these other, you know, female artists that are pretty much getting taken advantage of in the music industry because of their, you know, status of being a female. And it's something that is, you know, becoming more publicly aware, but you entering the music industry, it's like you said, like you've lost your spark and love at a moment for music, but like coming back into it, now you feel it and now you know, like this is what you want to do. And you're entering this crazy world. How do you feel as a woman, like you could rise above these kinds of challenges that are coming out? So I, I feel like as a woman, you're never going to not come into a moment where that could happen. I feel like as a, you're born and girl, your, your whole life, that's going to happen because just because uh, a, a group of women say it's going to stop, it's not going to stop. You know what I mean? We want it to stop and we're speaking up. And that's what's great about the moment that we're in right now, like women empowerment and girl power. We're, we're not silent anymore. You know, women are not just being taken advantage anymore, which is great. But that doesn't prevent men from doing it or females from doing it. You know what I mean? So I feel like personally, I... I'm not going to fall into it in a way where I'm I, I'm going to try my best to not put myself in that position to be under that certain uh, pressure. Yeah. There's always going to be a moment like that. You know, I'll come across a producer. I'll come across an engineer who's going to try to hit on me or, you know, something like that. But you have to maneuver your way around it to where they know that it's like that's not the type of relationship you're about to have. Like, I'm an artist, you know. I'm here to work. I'm here to work. Exactly. So I, I feel like as long as you set that tone, that's what it's all about. The moment you set that tone, you have to let them know off back. Like, I'm not that type of girl. Like, it's not happening. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like that's just something that, like, isn't really discussed enough, even though, like, now it's becoming more public. Like, a lot more people are definitely finding out about it now, especially, you know, when these situations, like, with the Me Too movement and all that, like, once one, you know, woman speaks up, a lot of them are about to speak up. And it's, like, with, you know, musicians, like, you're talking about, like, they have, like, a big status in the public eye. They hold such impact. I feel like in the music world, no, it's not being talked about enough. So I feel like the, the Me Too movement, it came out of the acting world. A lot of actresses came out about directors that, you know, were harassing them and so forth. But in the music industry, I feel like it's not enough. I feel like there's still a lot of artists that probably have not even talked about what they've been through in their journey. So, yeah, I feel like we definitely have to speak up more in the music industry. Nice. Well, it sounds like, you know, you're in the right place with that because it's something that, you know, I feel for you as a woman, you should definitely be cautious of that because like you said, you, you possibly have already experienced it. It's probably something that isn't too uncommon because it's just kind of like a mindset within the business, which is sad to say, um, but that's the crazy world we live in. But at the same time, it's like, it, it's, 
it's wild how the balance of the world works in that sense. But, you know, for you to overcome it and be cautious about it, being fresh into the business, you know, please remain cautious. But I wish you all the best because everything, you know, is coming out great. You're working with a lot of great people. I mean, like I know Eli personally. I'm getting to know, um, what was your name one more time? Justin, Justin, I'm as well. You know, he just got here today. I just got to meet him, but you, you got a great crew around you and a lot of great artists that are being featured on your project. Trust me when I tell you, you got a lot of potential. And I thank definitely you. see that based on the song in this conversation alone. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Yeah, anytime. Anytime. Um, but with that being said, let's do like a quick little like random like lightning round of questions real quick so that people could get to know you a little more. Since you really are like fresh on the music scene, how you're saying you only released a few songs. Let's do some so people get to know you a little more. Okay. All right. What's your favorite album? Well, just gonna dive right in. My favorite album. This is really hard. I like a lot of music. But like, what are you bumping on repeat right now? I am bumping a lot of Summer Walker right now. So that's like her, the, the album she just released. I'm bumping that right now, like nonstop, because it's really dope. I don't know if you've heard it. Have you heard it yet? I have not. I've been. Oh, I've it's been so good. It. Yeah. Fire. I haven't listened to it just yet, but I'll definitely check it out because I've been hearing too much about it. And like, even my girl today, she was playing a a track on like an Apple music playlist or something. I saw her track on there and it was like making me think like, I probably should listen to this. You should definitely. Most definitely. You guys see like, I bump a whole lot of like Benny the Butcher West Side. No, I I feel like it might not be your cup of tea, but you'll, you'll know it's good because you know, good music. You know what I mean? I feel like, you know, it's good. It's great, and I just—that's what I've been bumping nonstop. I'm not gonna lie; that's what—that's what's been on repeat. Lately. All right, what's your go-to snack? Oh wow, fruity pebbles. Fruity pebbles. Cereal. Okay, I'm a cereal girl. All right. Um, let's see. What are three things you need in the studio? Ooh, okay. Tea. What kind of tea? Um, honestly, any. I always drink different types of teas. It could be any chamomile tea. It could be ginger. I love ginger tea. Ginger tea is my favorite tea, but I definitely have to at least be drinking tea on my way to the studio or I have to have it in the studio. Um, A water bottle and halls, which I know that sounds weird because you shouldn't um, be having halls when you're not sick, but I I pop (laughs) them in (laughs) before I sing. Okay, let's see. Um. I'm trying to think of one more. I feel like I could get one more. So let's see. If you were to get... No, no, no. I was going to say, if you were to get a tattoo of a cartoon, who would you choose? Wow. Mine would have been Ninja Turtles. It might... All right, so the other side of this podcast is wrestling, right? And my buddy Kevin is my co-host. I remember I told him we used to be in bands. I was like, if we ever make it, man, like if we ever sign a deal, bro, I'm going to get the Ninja Turtles tattooed on me. I remember oh. I used to tell him that. <laughs> That's not a bad tattoo though. I feel like it could be dope. If it's if it's drawn the right way, it could definitely be dope. If I had a, a cartoon, I'd probably get Betty Boo. Okay. Yeah, because she bad. Like, I feel like she's spicy. <laughs> she's spicy. So I like that. Nice. All right. So let's wrap that up there. Um with that being said though, let's let the people know about like social media and all of that. Oh yeah, for sure. You could definitely find me at Lena Rain. So that's L-I-N-A-R-E-I-G-N on Instagram and Twitter as well as and anything. It, that's the same. It's the same name for everything. 
Okay, perfect. Well, it was a pleasure having you. You know, everybody, thank you guys for pulling on no, up. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Yeah, it's definitely a pleasure. But uh, for those listening, we're going to wrap things up here at Imano Talk. If you want to check us out on social media, you absolutely can. Follow us at Imano Talk. That would be E-M-A-N-O-T-A-L-K. All right. And uh, don't forget on all podcast platforms to subscribe, rate, and review. And you could also listen completely free with uh, no subscription needed. If you were to go on the official Imano Talk website, that's imanotalk.wixsite.com. Uh, soon it will be imanotalk.com. I just got to wait a stupid little uh, 60 day period, but we're going to get there, folks. But with that being said, thank you for tuning on in. Thank you to Lena Rain for sliding on through. Catch you on the next time. Take care. <laughs>